Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Funky Baz Face. In tonight's podcast from Faces Shed, we discuss what Funky's up to in the status of the World Cup cricket. We give you an update about the people's dog, Hot Chevy. And just today, we'll let our brothers and sisters know what is the new nickname it has been given. We have a combined Funky's Would You Rather, a controversial Baz's Bake. Yes. We feel like we say that every week on uh, Funky Baz Face. A probably not so humorous Faces Fresh Finds. Baz has got plenty of I'll be nervous ifs. And we'll have a chat about the upcoming footy this weekend. But a big warm welcome to my co-host for tonight. And indeed the next month, the great baker that is Baz. Hey, uh, where is he? Where, where's he gone? Uh, have we heard from him? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's over in the uh, motherland, mate. Unbelievable. He's just uh, living, living the life at the oh, moment. His photos look amazing. He was at the big game, the Australia-England game the other week. How did he just... He popped over there. He's so at, day, he, day one. Day he, one. He's at Lords watching World Cup oh, England and Australia. And what a game it was too. So, <laughs> funky, mate. We're, we're here in the shed. We, we miss you, but uh, we'll carry on regardless. And, um, yeah, that would have been an amazing to be there at that game and what Finch made a hundred we beat the Poms but you know what Warner Smith got booed I was a bit disgusted in the fact that he didn't really wear your Aussie gear he looked like an English to the guy didn't he well he's talking it up for the last couple of weeks I'm going to do this I'm going to be an Aussie and then he goes with his Pommy mate uh, Glenn don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> got in the seats over there at Lords, and uh, no, nah, he just looked like a pop. We actually ran a poll on Funky uh, on Twitter. Uh, we ran a poll saying, "Does Funky look like a uh, mighty Aussie or a brittle pom?" Seventy-five percent said he was a brittle pom. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I'm great. surprised it was that low. <laughs> <laughs> great did, feedback. Did, did Magsy put about forty votes in or something? I don't think Magsy knows what Twitter is, but um, very, very good from our brothers and sisters uh, feeding back on that. So, look, he's going over there. He's got multiple sporting events going in Wimbledon as well. Yeah. Uh, he's doing the bike ride in Amsterdam with his mate Terence Charles. So, yes. uh, Good luck for that, boys. Yeah. What's he doing over in Amsterdam, folks? Oh, he might just. Um, it, it, have any, a look at a couple of those any flowers and, <laughs> and tulips and uh, yep. you might go in a couple of those bars. Maybe not that. But how about you, alley. mate? How are you feeling sitting in Funky's chair, mate? How are you going with that? I'm excited. You're, you're faces, excited? Faces shed. I'll tell you what. Did you shit yourself today? No. I, I'm in, I work in the city, right? And there's this big building. Well, we're, we're in the big building. All of a sudden, this F-18 screams through oh, the I city. I heard that was coming. Yeah, I heard that oh was coming. Oh my God, I tell you what, our whole office had no idea what was going on. If you're in Baghdad, mate, you would have... Uh... <laughs> I, it, uh, it was... It woke us up at our desk, that's for sure. But we had that. Then we had the Poseidon fly past as well, like a big like airline. We think, what is going on? And Jeez. it was just a marketing stunt for end of the year for the RAF show. So that was a bit of a wake up today, but uh, got onto Funky Bear Space preparation just after that. Ah, oh, very good. Uh, how's your week been, mate? Uh, yeah, very good. Uh, Goody Saints had another win. I'm now coaching oh, the under Goody sevens. Oh, how we forget the under sevens as well. So I'm coaching the elevens and the under sevens. <laughs> uh, Barossa had a great win. Uh, we beat Frilling twenty two goals to about seven or eight. Um, so they're starting to play some really good footy now. I'm still not back playing, mate. I still can't lay on the side of oh, my no, ribs. The ribs. But uh, I'm enjoying doing the running uh, for Barossa, and then obviously Goody Saints is going well. So, uh, yeah, it's only six games to go before the end of the year. So, beautiful. It's all all going well. Jumping back to the cricket for a second. Obviously, Mm. had a great win over England the other night. Yes. Aussies. Yes. Um, Did you see the photo with uh, Ponting and Langer? Yes. And then Steve Smith right next to him? Yes. 
fascinating as Bunky would say. <laughs> Let me just say fascinating because Smith can't be in a leadership role for 12 months when he returns mm. to international cricket. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So for him to be, you know, part of that three, so visual, I thought was, um, as Funky would say, fascinating. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I just think we're in good hands. I think, you know, we've got Langer, we've got Ponting. Those guys know how to win. Yeah. And you know what? We've got five World Cups now. And how, how much more interest are we showing in cricket than we were six months ago? I bloody love cricket now. <laughs> six months ago, we didn't even know cricket existed. Nah, I was, but, um, oh. I was bagging Steve Smith. I said he's not even make the squad. Oh, I was getting nervous for the game now. I'm really, I'm really enjoying watching it, actually. You are? Yeah, yeah, yeah we small were small grounds. Yeah, there's been some better games this week. I think, but um, we talked about washouts and um, dead rubbers coming up. Yeah, but yeah. It, the cha- the uh, scenery has changed a little bit with the competition. Yeah, well, I tell you what, there's going to be great semi-finals coming up. If England miss the semi-finals, That'd there's got there's got to be some big, <laughs> ramifications. big ramifications out of that. Yeah. So uh, no, it was very good. Who, who we play next game? You know, um, Arguments Afghanistan. Oh well, there's... against our little uh, spinner. Oh yeah, very good. Um, where do you think uh, Steve Smith should bat, number three or four? Oh, he has to bat three. Yeah. I know it's a little bit of a gutsy move because if he, if he gets a, a nice seed early on, then <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. But you know what? You've got to take a risk, I think, and, and put gotta, him in at three. You've got to have him, him at three. Especially if there's a big opening part, partnership. Yeah, he has to be three. I was listening to Taylor and uh, one of the um, – oh, that's bad, I forget her name, but one of the top women cricketers yeah. saying once it's past 50 for the opening partnership, he's got to go in next. Yeah, yeah. How much does he hate getting out? Like I remember once at Lindock Oval when I I got out and it was a on the boundary on the boundary six yeah and I chucked my bat and I was spewing and kicking it and that and Bryzy says that's not good enough Matty <laughs> <laughs> when I got off and he like he, he never told me off and when he said that to me I was like a bit pretty, annoyed at myself but I, I try to be better after that but see what Steve Smith he does it all the time doesn't he yeah hates it although I did like seeing the big fella for uh, England uh, kick his bat when he got that bowled that was great that was great yeah that was excellent yeah that must be just and thinking drop that... it. it it yorked him beautifully he just like uh, series over yeah, yeah no it was good very good um Speaking of cricket, we will bring up a conversation later. There was a great tweet out yeah. about uh, Mark Butcher earlier in this week, and, and you and I have got a great story about him, so yes. I'll touch on that a little bit later. Yes. Um, let's go into our followers. Um, so a couple of new brothers and sisters to the podcast new this ones. week. Clem. He, he's just a, a Radelaide was his status. All so right. welcome, Clem. And yep. Dave uh, Hendo is his tag, but Dave Hendos. So welcome to uh, those guys. Our main uh, follower update is on the People's Dog, Baz. Yes. You've been heavy in your investment in the People's Dog, in Hot Chevy. Yeah, but he's not He's not in the TAB, mate. I just don't understand that, why, why they're not in the TAB. Well, Jimmy Norris has got to redirect his dog to run at the more important <laughs> tracks. Hey, a cup's a cup. It doesn't matter where you no. play. Didn't we say well, winning Div 1's just the same feeling as winning a Div 6? If uh, I'm not making ship. money out of it, mate. Well, it's just, well true. Yeah. But it is running this week in Port Augusta, City Council Cup. Uh, box number three, race six on November 29th at 3pm. I know Mark would love all those betting details. Funky would love all those betting details. Yes. Um, even the SA Greyhound Tips got on board the Twitter this week. I saw and that. Started calling Hot Chevy the Twitter dog. So that's its new name. Um, but again, not a TOB or televised meeting. So very, very strange. Very good. Um, F- Funky's Would You Rather, mate. Let's let's jump into Would You Rather. Yeah. Yeah, would you rather? What well, have you got? I've got one for you. Would you rather be England or Pakistan? 
in their current like yeah <laughs> where they're sitting at the moment would you rather be because Pakistan are playing some great cricket they're up and about their their opening bowler is taking wickets the the uh, supporters are going nuts England are choking they're only half a game behind England who would you rather be face uh, massive pressure on England in the home mm-hmm. country um, all the supporters and the media uh, you know what I'll still be England. Because I'd never yeah. know if I played for Pakistan how many, <laughs> how many of my mates would be on the tape. So I'd never know what they bring up. Who would you be? Yeah, I I think England still could possibly do it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still a good team. They're still got a team. Still got a team. Um, Archer's taken heaps of wickets for him. One of the he league. was terrible the other He night. was the other night. He yeah. came in with an injury, so maybe that played a part. But good timing for us. Uh, you got another one? I've Rose? got this one. Would you rather have the best day of your life you're at the racetrack, all your mates are there, the band's on. I think you've done this before. No, I, I've done this. Yeah, I have, I have done this a lot of times. My 40th birthday. Uh, you're at the band, there's a band there, you've had a skinful, uh, but you lose your wallet and your keys, right? Yep. Or would you rather stay home by yourself, bored as hell, but you don't lose your wallet? I'll see you at the races, my friend. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you can replace them, but you can't replace the memories. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, I love that face. I'd like to see what, tell you what, what Funky would do. What would Funky do. say? He'd be oh, like, no, he'd oh, I definitely... can't do without my wallet and my yeah, keys. No, nah, no, nah, that's fantastic. Um, I have a would you rather for you, Baz, a yes. sporting one. Would you rather be managing the Matilda women's soccer team oh. or the South African men's cricket team? Oh, that is a great <laughs> one, face. Thank you, mate. That's a great I've got one. A lift in funky. No, nah, that's fantastic. Um, who would I rather be? I tell you, I think I'd have to go the Matildas because I think that the the, the worst cr- result in sixteen years. Yeah, but I, I just don't think it was really. Are you saying the coach? I, I think that the no, or just the Matildas I, I, as a I whole. Think, yeah, would you rather be managing the Matildas? Yeah, because I don't think be- it was. The coach has just been put in there. They've had very few training sessions together. Yep. To me, it's the hierarchy that have done this. Like, actually, they're really actually pissed off, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, because they. I think they only had two or three training sessions together beforehand. <laughs> like, they say, if ever someone's kicked an own goal, it's the Australian women's team because they were right a big chance. And you know what they were saying afterwards? Oh, they've had a go and yeah, it's we'll, great. We'll, we'll so, learn for next oh, time. No, nah, no, no, none of that. None, none of that. Of, you were you were a big chance. You choked. You stuffed up for yourself. I mean, Sam Kerr, they're talking about how great she is, but that was a horrific penalty. What a, that was terrible. Uh, Her penalty that she missed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The pen, uh, yeah. penalty kick. But absolutely. that's how you judge in those moments with this game. It's, yeah. um, from the Look, I didn't watch massive amounts of their games, but what I did, the defence was horrible. It was like substandard level. So what? maybe... The Are you a soccer, uh, soccer connoisseur? Aficionado. <laughs> I've seen you play soccer, and mate, I tell you what, your not only was your is your defence horrible, but your attacks my, horrible. My offence is your bad heading too. is terrible too. <laughs> and I think my throw-ins uh, yeah. is pretty ordinary too. Yes. Uh, all right, better leave that there. Uh, would you rather be coaching St Kilda, North Melbourne, Sydney, or Carlton in twenty twenty? I'll t- I'll tell you why before you answer. St Kilda, it looks like. He, he, Richardson's in all sorts like they've already made up their mind Carey thinks they made up their mind at the start of the year that he was gone Yeah. North Melbourne's obviously clear with um, Brad Scott they're talking about Longmire going to North Melbourne from Sydney Yeah. and obviously Carlton's free with our mate that's um, still smiling but he's 
no longer in a job. Yeah. So out of those four clubs, what's the most attractive? St Kilda, North, Sydney or Carlton? Well, this is going to sound go every, against everything that I that I believe in, but I think Carlton that I think their list has to get better. I'm shocked you're saying that. Yeah, that, I know. Yeah, I know. I, it feels weird saying it because they're they're a loser club, and St Kilda's a loser club. Uh, I think there's not much upside for St Kilda, is there? Like apart from playing, even at their peak, they still had mm. poor supporter numbers and membership. Maybe maybe Sydney because they're never far away and they they've got a great culture. The, the yeah. fans worry me that they've dropped off. The hot dog sellers. The hot dog sellers. <laughs> like no, that, that was a great tweet or message you gave Funky and I the other night. The hot dog seller at Sydney would be nervous. Again. Yeah, I just think that he's. Yeah, I think their crowd's a bit of a worry. <laughs> Next one. Um, number six in the Ashes coming up. Sean Marsh or Matthew Wade? I can't believe that would be put a keeper as a batsman. It just doesn't make sense to yeah, me. Yeah, but he's dominating. Uh, yeah, uh, he's had his had his go. I want to see the next young kid come in. Like It's like putting pa- Patterson in... Patterson or something like that. That had a go before Curtis Patterson. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like putting in an old footballer in a position that, to me, it's not a future. Our team needs to look at the future. We've got to blood some young guys. I don't want Matthew Wade in there. Nah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? This is a horrific one, but <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm even answering this. But uh, fur would be quite nice, I suppose. <laughs> well, you're probably used to fur with that. I've seen your bat before. Thanks, um, Would you rather be married to a 10 with a bad personality or a 6 with an amazing personality? Well, I've got some experience in this. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I'd go the 6. <laughs> what you're meant to say is you've got a 10 with an amazing personality, oh, right. Matthew. Oh, right. Is that right? Um, <laughs> Last one, would you rather lose all of your teeth or all of your hair? Well, I tell you what, I tell you what. It's quite appropriate. Is, is that uh, I've already lost my hair and then regrew it back with these dodgy tablets that are going to make me, uh, I'm so, not sure what so they're going to do. So you'll go dentures then? Yeah, so, yeah, no. You keep your hair? Yeah, I'll keep my hair. All mate. right, awesome. Um, it is time for Baz's Bait. Oh, right over, mate. It's Baz's Bait. All right, I reckon Funky could just be getting some little... Tingles in his yeah. uh, in his back at the moment. Yep. yep. Now I'll tell you what, mate. I, I'm not are, happy. You ha- are you happy? I'm not happy, mate. I'm no. not happy. You know who I'm not happy with? Ashley Barty. I'm not oh. happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, we, we I'm not happy with Ashley Barty, and I'll tell you why. And I won't just tell you why. I'm going to tell the brother and sisters. I'm going to tell Funky. I'm going to tell anyone that wants to listen. Right. This week, Ashley Barty. Well, this time last week, Ashley Barty was 637 in the world, right? <laughs> this week, she's number one! <laughs> the best player in the world, right? Let's, let's listen to that. She, she's been the good. best women's player in the world. Now, just, just let that sink in for a minute, okay? Just think of all, what's happened to the women's stars? Where have they gone? Where's the Williams girls? What the <laughs> hell's happened to them? What are they doing? Where are they gone? Are they still playing tennis? Uh, I think one's had a baby and got married and kept going, Baz. Baz is back. Where's Monica Sellis? <laughs> Where's Helen Man Lakova? Where's Justine Hennon? Where's Arantxa Sanchez Vicario? Mate, where are these good tennis players? You cannot, I'm so, like, you know, hats off to it. Ashley Barty, little five foot nothing little trier, right? But I'm not saying she's not a good player, but there's no way in hell she's number one, all right? And... I know it's slightly unusual um, that any player... I think 
it's, it has to be unusual that someone can shoot up the rankings. So Seriously, quick. she was 637 not that long ago. Was that your research? Yeah. She, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. wasn't last week, but not that long ago. Yeah. She was a long way back. She's playing for the Brisbane Stars in cricket. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, if she wins this game, she's number one. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. It, like, and I know I'm shooting Bambi because she's a great chick and good on her and it's fantastic. First woman, showing women 47 40, years to be number yeah. one. But, I see what sports bet would have been paying massive dollars on that, wouldn't they? Like, it is unbelievable. Everything goes back to vetting for you, doesn't it? Oh, it is unbelievable. It's number one. Now, just Faith, what I've done, I've prepared something for you a little bit earlier. Oh, I prepared this. Right? Is excellent. I'd like you to name any players besides Barty in the top ten uh, women's tennis players. Um, yeah, a little bit of notice would have been excellent, actually. No, I didn't um, want to give you notice, mate. Um. No, I can't, I can't think of the names. Well, let me read these top ten out, and yeah. brothers and sisters, they can tell me if they know any of these. Um, you probably won't tell me, but, you know, just... Yeah, I'll tell you how many I... I All right, know. Ashley Barty, number one, which yeah. just doesn't seem right. I know her. Uh, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, are you with me with this? You're not really commenting, though. Well, she, she she's won a lot of talent. This is your bait, mate. We don't interrupt your bait. For All right, views. number two, Naomi Osaka. I know Osaka. Yes. Oh, you know it, do you? <laughs> you know what? I do. Asaka. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> I used to know Asaka too. All right. Number three, Carolina Plisk. Number four, Kiki Bertens. Number five, Angelique Kerber. Done. Two. Number six, Petra Kvitova. Number seven, Simona Halep. Yep. Number eight, Alina Savidalona. Number nine, Sloane Stevens. Number ten, American. Arana Sabalenka. So, w- what the hell are those girls doing? Because how can she shoot up so quick? I, I just dick, think dick. it's un- it's very unusual. Well, she's won two major tournaments now. Or actually, the last one wasn't major, was it? No, I, I think but she's just won. The, the one she's in, won the uh, French. French Open. But besides that, what else has she won? She, she must have gone into finals for... Must have. I think there something, could be someone to take here. <laughs> I want to have a review. I want to have an, a, an inquiry into the ranking system. I think it could be some sort of Olympic guy. That it's, it's some, something dodgy is going on here, Face. So that's my bait, mate. I'm, well, I'm not, I'm not I'll tell happy. you what, I can't argue against you tonight. Thank uh, you. So that means it's a very good bait. I got four out of that top ten. Well, that's not Simona bad. Simona Halep, I think, is Darren Cahill's ex. But I'd just like to um, know, I'd like to know how she shot up so quickly. Hmm. All right, it's not her fault that she's number one, but it seems. Where's the Williams girls? Are they retired or something? Oh, Venus has been done for years. Uh, Serena's had a kid and then had complications since, and oh, she's really? married to some billionaire. What, what so complications, mate? Just, just birthing <laughs> complications. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. No, well, they're probably not our um, not our, our expertise. No expertise. No. No. Very um, good. Just probably just like the rest of the conversation we have. Uh, thank you, Baz. Baz, no worries, mate. I enjoyed the enthusiasm, and I'm sure the neighbours did too. Yeah, very good. Uh, faces fresh finds. Ooh. Let's kick into it. Um, plenty of news on Twitter, Facebook um, this week, and just the general news. Let's get into the Mark Boucher story. Ooh. Baz, you're, you're concentrating. You're, yep. you're watching Essendon yep. GWS, and it, when it's a two-person in the shed, <laughs> it's very awkward talking no, to myself. Keep going. So Mark Boucher's story. Mm. Baz and I travelled overseas together uh, 2000. Was it 2000 you, you sure it was Mark Boucher? Yeah. Not R- Mark Rabricash or...? No, nah, no, nah, definitely Mark Boucher. Okay. This is awkward if it's not Mark Boucher. Okay. Definitely Mark Boucher. So uh, he was on the Great Cricketer podcast this week. Uh, Great yes. Cricketer's over there for the World Cup and he interviewed Mark Boucher. I didn't listen to the podcast, but it reminded me of my trip with you. Now, we had yes. some 
amazing times on this trip, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We went and watched Shane Warne yes. play at what Oval? With the, uh, at the Oval. At the Oval. Yes. Here in London. Yes. As one of their um, county county games, we went and watched mm-hmm. Warney. We sat there in the stands. Yes. And Adam Holyoke, who yes. is no longer with us. Or no, that's right. Ben might not be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think who is. Um, he went for some extraordinary amount of runs off his four overs. Yeah. So young face, I would have been uh, just 19 at yeah. the time, went, well bowled, Adam. <laughs> like this at the top of my very brave voice. And Mark Boucher came down after batting uh, or, or being there in the crowd. He's, he came down and confronted me. <laughs> with you sitting next to me, he goes, are you going to tell that to his face or sit there in your seat and be brave? And I'll tell you what, I mumbled absolutely nonsense after that I absolutely said sorry and uh, yeah I was fearing for my life uh, at the Oval Cricket Ground but that that was uh, I I won't ever forget that no Scott Salisbury uh, was mentioned during the week Uh, yes one of their the the Glenelg Tiger supporters said was there ever a more determined Bays player than Scott Salisbury (laughs) 240 games club captain two premierships all Australian and what did you tweet out Baz I tweeted I forget, but it's something about his front teeth. Yeah, you said, and he kept opponents' front teeth on his bedside table, <laughs> and that was fantastic. So uh, you got a bit of love, even uh, Mike Teakle would enjoy that. He goes, oh, really? called him a sniper. Yeah. So that was spot he on. He was. He's had sore elbows, that boy. Let's hope you um, don't have to do air conditioning for Scotty Salisbury's homes no. anytime soon. No. Um, you came across a Crows development coach playing for Freeling uh, I did. last weekend. Paul back. Thomas was uh, has been signed by Freeling. He's playing about a four or five game uh, little stint there, just going to qualify for finals if they make it. But I don't. I mean, he he was very like uh, instructional on the ground. He didn't do a so lot. He played halfback. Yeah, but just so, for people who don't know, he's a McGarry medalist. He's uh, you know he's Central's legend. Yeah, and he's a Crows coach at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was very good for them in an instructional sort of coaching way. Um, but he yeah, didn't do a huge amount on the field. So he's out there gracing Williamstown Oval. That's fantastic. Yeah. To, yep. But he's putting back into country footy. Yep. Um, West Coast list manager Brady Rawlings. Yes. Um, Fair snoz on that boy. Very big snoz. Yeah. Uh, obviously had a career at North Melbourne. Yes. Now, yesterday West Coast, Adam Simpson said that uh, Rawlings uh, was on the rumour that he's been targeted by North Melbourne for their mm. list manager. He said... He's one of my best mates and he's done a great job here at West Coast. Not sure if it's been sorted out yet, but there are conversations happening. Today, <laughs> there's a report saying uh, he's returning to North Melbourne and will resign immediately. Oh, really? So isn't that incredible? In 24 hours, obviously, the news gets out that he's going and suddenly decisions have to be made straight away. Because That's disappointing, isn't it? Like, yeah. from West Coast point of view, losing no, no. someone... I don't but, think, but, but it's that planning, it's that future planning for West Coast that he, he can't be involved in. If he's gone to another club, yeah. he can't be involved. That's in why it. rugby to me is just so much more mature than than AFL. Like uh, yeah. players sign all the time, <laughs> massive contracts, massive contracts to play for the opposition next year. But people just sort of shrug their shoulders, and that's just all part of it. Whereas <clears throat> in AFL, we, we aren't mature enough to, to deal with that. Um, I think like EPL do it a fair bit as well. They people know where they're going, but it doesn't really happen here in AFL. Be very interesting. He's obviously had um, a great number of years at West Coast, and with Simpson, who's been there for a while, a few what maybe five. So what's he going to do now? now? He's just going to kick be... back for the for the rest of the year. He's just going to well, kick back. Well, maybe working his ass off for North, for trying North. to get a coach and play yeah, yeah, players. Yeah. I guess yeah. so. Um, very interesting um, moving um, around in the club so far. Mark Thompson was in the news. Uh, you heard about that? On the ice, yeah. So he admitted in court he smoked ice heavily 
uh, attempted to try LSD, but as he said, he didn't have the guts to try LSD. Um, he's obviously in court because he was caught with that bikey at his house that he just said, yeah, mate, move it's un- with me. unprecedented this is, is a, a premiership coach. He's lauded as one of the greats of, of AFL in terms of his Geelong coaching career. Went to Essendon. Yeah. Well, f- forget Essendon, but he's playing and then he's coaching. You, you tell me another coach that's won premierships that has ever been involved in that. I don't think it's ever been done before. No, you're right. He's a unique he's breaking sort of guy. New ground. Yeah. He's always been a bit of an enigma personality, hasn't he? Yeah, he so, has. Yeah. I'm not sure I said that properly. Um, but this is what brings me to uh, the final fresh find, the People's Dog Hot Chevy. So I'm going to pose this question to you, Baz. What do the following people have in common? And people I'll use loosely. So Lady Gaga, Rihanna, Hulk Hogan, and Hot Chevy. What do they all have in common? Um, what do they all have in common? They let me down. <laughs> Rihanna let you down, is she, mate? <laughs> um, I'll tell you, they all go by a different name. So Lady Gaga is Stefani Germanotta. Yes. Rihanna is Robin Fenty. Doesn't mm-hmm. Not as catchy as not Rihanna. Not as catchy. No. Uh, Hulk Hogan, Terry Belair. And Hot Chevy, I'll tell you, Jimmy Norris, who's the owner mm. of Hot Chevy, posted a hot sh- uh, photo with Hot Chevy for its fourth birthday this week. Tagged it as the people's dog, Hot Chevy, everything, mm. and revealed Hot Chevy's real name is Shirley. Oh, Shirley. Geez. No wonder. I'd actually mind Shirley. That's probably a better name. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for those that uh, haven't got onto Hot Chevy, back it for this week if you can at a non TAB if you're in Port Augusta. Yeah, very good. Uh, I'll be nervous if, Faz, what do you well, want from me? I tell you what, I'd be nervous if I was the Adelaide United board. <laughs> Right, yeah. I've got a manager who did wonders on a limited budget. Uh, he, they were fantastic. Adelaide United. Yeah. How much passion ten, did he have? Oh, sensational! They let their coach go for some reason, which oh, we don't really know. He's gone to the arch rivals today. He's signed with with um, Melbourne Victory. Can you imagine how big those oh, those derbies or derbies are going to be? Absolutely massive next year. I bet you round one. Will either be at um, Highmarsh or in Melbourne. Oh. Melbourne Victory versus Adelaide United. Can you yeah. imagine how big that'll be? Massive. I, I agree. He'll have a massive budget to work with. Yes. He'll have a great development area, so oh. much better than what Adelaide ever gives. Yeah. yeah. Um, he hasn't lost in that transaction at all, apart from not wearing red next year. So, yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. Uh, your next, I'll be nervous, mate. I'd be nervous uh, if I was the Crows ahead of the showdown next week. <laughs> the Port are starting to come good, face. They've got all their players back. They've got a full list. <laughs> I think they're starting to build nicely. I reckon the showdown is a massive game in terms of where the Crows are going to finish and where Port mm. are going to finish. I think they're both going to play finals, I think, because that's pretty well set, you reckon? Um. Well, everyone's saying that Adelaide will play, and I've that's always been my belief. Yeah, and, and I, I thought the poor youngsters would have dropped off by now. Yeah, and maybe we'll see that in the next month or so. Just heading into. I don't think Rosie's doing a lot though, is he? But it's the other sort of guys no, he, are doing. He, well. I think he's been going okay, but Dersma looks good, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it'd be very, very interesting. I think the the win loss will be if Adelaide go down to Geelong tomorrow night. And then Port beat Western Bulldogs, where equal again win loss. I think I think the Crows are no chance against Geelong. You can't win down there. 
I'm not sure what happens when you when you go down there. Whether they put something in the air down there, the change rooms, they put some sort of sleeping gas in there. But it's, it's, it's you don't win down there. It's always been that we're too um, uh, caught on the small on the width of the ground. We've always we'll lose by about thirty points, and I'll say you know it was a fair effort. But it, it we always lose by that sort of five or six goals down there. Yeah. What I've really enjoyed about Adelaide and watching them. Um, admittedly, you booed them at half time. I mean, went and watched Adelaide Richmond. Oh, shocking. That first half was yes. very ordinary to watch. Um, they're winning ugly, and I've mm. never seen Adelaide win ugly. I win like ugly it. or play that way before. They've always been attractive, quick, handball, long kicks, big marks, flying footy. So um, we've never seen them play that way before. I really enjoy it because they're able to grind out a win. And if ever they're going to beat Geelong in Geelong, Geelong are hot right now. But they're playing that grinding, no holds barred contest. Would you contests. put your money on them tomorrow? <clears throat> Not all my money. You, you, you'd I'll, be prepared to back them. I'll put fifty on for on um, Adelaide tomorrow. Well, you've heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you've heard it here. Did my wife hear it? <laughs> Don't worry about her. She's inside. You've, we've heard it here. Face is going to put fifty large, fifty of his hard earned. Like that, you, you, mate. That takes you about three or four hours sitting at that desk of yours uh, doing footy notes. Oh, about an hour and a half. About an hour and a half. Oh, he's on a big spend. He's a big, big earner. <laughs> All right. So um, fifty. You heard that? You'll it'll pay three to one. Even more concerning, it's wife's birthday tomorrow. Yeah, it's any okay. chance of watching football tomorrow night is completely ruled out. I'm going to, if the crows get up, mate, just I'll be do watching. everything during the day. She'll be absolutely shattered by the night time. All right. She'll just want to lay down. Bring in a masseuse or something. Is and it then bir- watch is it. A birthday's time for a little bit of celebration, Daz? Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well done, mate. That's uh, 50 large, all right? Just, just Let's make go. sure. Yeah, I'm happy with that. On the nose. Um, they obviously got the recruits, Ben Davis, in tomorrow night, which is mm-hmm. great. Gibbs is back. Yes. Tell you what, if Miller comes back in the next couple of weeks and Gibbs has been ordinary, he'll be dropped for a fourth time this year. That's, yes. That's unprecedented. Yes. Any more uh, news, Baz? Oh, I've just got some Murrabit news. So I'm just wanting to know how the Murrabit boys are going because our, the, the Murrabit um, listeners are... Fraternity. Dusty, I think Dusty's young fella played 50 games the other week. Yes. Uh, not Dusty, he hasn't played 50 games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he ever play footy, Dusty? Dusty ever? and Beth. No, well, Beth not didn't Beth, play. but I'm saying did Dusty play footy? I don't know, maybe we need to... See, uh, but this weekend is Murrabit's 100 years celebration, which is a fair effort, 100 Beautiful. years. Uh, so Josh is back playing uh, B-grade, uh, B-grade footy, which you know <laughs> yeah, he's, right. he's retired, but back playing footy. Uh, so And I think the ones uh, are struggling there at, at Murrabit. Yeah, right. Yep, so. Need the big eight back in the ones. Yes, yes, I think they do. Well, Baz, are we done? Uh, I think we're done, mate. I think uh, we have uh, completed uh, our, our first one next week. Uh, we've got a very special guest, all locked and loaded, ready to go. Uh, can we tell our, who he is? It's our swans. We can, mate. You can you can let him know. It is Scott Doreen. Yes. Uh, former AFL footballer um, and SNFL footballer for yes. Nord, so Sydney and Nord. Yes. Uh, 114 games for Nord, best and fairest. Yep. Um, what other gosh you got on him? Uh, he's with Paynham now with Gary McIntosh, but he's had a long AFL career and some great stories then about uh, his... Taboo and uh, the, the tough and hard conditions that he did at Sydney when it wasn't really professional football, it was hard. But anyway, we'll talk about more, more next week. I'm sure we'll have some more funky stories. We'll be at Baz's place next week. Yes, very Beautiful. good. All right. See well, you guys. Thank you, mate. See you later. See yeah. you all.